नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरचम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर ये नष्टप्रायेशु निगवत सगवतीतमश्लोके रीडिंग भागवतम फोर्थ कैंटो चैप्टर थ्री टेक्स्ट नंबर थ्री इष्टवास वाजपेना ब्रह्मिष्टान्यूयच ब्रह्मिष्टानूयच बृहस्पतिशव बृहस्पतिशव सरेबे क्रतुतम सरेबे क्रतुतम आफ्टर परफॉर्मिंग ही दक्षा वाजपेनाजपेयाक्रिफाइस ब्रह्मिष्ठान शिवा एंड दिस फॉलोअर्स अभिभूया निग्लेक्टिंग एंड बृहस्पति सव बृहस्पति सवा कॉल्ड समारंभे बिगैन क्रतु उत्तम द बेस्ट ऑफ सेक्रीफाइसेस ट्रांसलेशन पर प्रोपात की जाए दक्ष बिगैन सेक्रीफाइस नेम्ड Vajapeya, Vajapeya, and he became excessively confident of his support by Lord Brahma. He then performed another great sacrifice named Brahaspati Sava. Purport. In the Vedas, it is prescribed that before performing a Brahaspati Sava sacrifice, one should perform the sacrifice named. vajapeya while performing these sacrifices however daksha neglected great devotees like lord shiva according to vedic scriptures the demigods are eligible to participate in the yajnas and share the oblations but daksha wanted to avoid them all sacrifices are intended to pacify lord vishnu but lord vishnu includes all his devotees Brahma Lord Shiva and other demigods are all obedient servants of the Lord Vishnu therefore Lord Vishnu is never satisfied without them but Daksha being puffed up with this power wanted to deprive Lord Brahma 
and Lord Shiva of participation, the sacrifice, understanding that it one satisfies Vishnu, is not necessary to satisfy his followers. But that is not the process. Vishnu wants his followers to be satisfied first. Lord Krishna says, Madhbhakta, Pujabhyadika, the worship of my devotees is better than worship of me. Similarly, in the Shiva Purana, it is stated that the best mode of worship is to offer oblations to Vishnu. But better than that is to worship the devotees of Krishna. Thus, Daksha's determination to neglect Lord Shiva and the sacrifice was not fitting. Tasmin Brahmarshya Sarve Devarshi Pitra Devata Asankrita Swastyanas Tatpatnyascha Sabratrukaha While the sacrifice was being performed, many Brahmarshis, great sages, ancestral demigods and other demigods, their wives, all very nicely decorated with ornaments, attended from different parts of the universe. Purport in any auspicious ceremony such as marriage ceremony, a sacrificial ceremony or puja ceremony, it is auspicious for married women to decorate themselves very nicely with ornaments, fine clothing and cosmetics. These are auspicious signs. Many heavenly women assembled with their husbands, devarshis, demigods and rajarishis in that great sacrifice named Brahaspati Sava. It is specifically mentioned in this verse that they approached their husbands for when a woman, woman is decorated nicely, her husband becomes more cheerful. There's nice decoration, ornaments and dress of the wives of the demigods and sages and cheerfulness of the demigods and sages themselves were all auspicious signs for the ceremony. Daksha did not cool off even after the incident where he thought that Lord Shiva insulted him and where all the, after he left all the curses, counter curses, all those cursing match was completed. He started another sacrifice and then in that sacrifice, he did not invite Lord Shiva. And then he, then he organized another sacrifice in which he did not invite Brahma or Shiva. He wanted to deprive participation for both of them. Thinking that if he satisfies Vishnu, it is not necessary to satisfy his followers. But Daksha, being puffed up with this power, wanted to deprive Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva of participation in the sacrifice, understanding that if one satisfies Vishnu, it is not necessary to satisfy his followers. So this is a, a typical kind of a trap of pride uh, that can come in devotees of Lord Vishnu. No doubt Daksha is a devotee of Lord Vishnu and 
being a devotee of lord vishnu all the demigods all the prajapatis they are all obedient servants of lord vishnu and if they do any perform if they perform any sacrifice they know the ultimate beneficiary is vishnu so in this case lord shiva lord shiva was further insulted by daksha what was his confidence his confidence was that i am after all worshiping vishnu i cannot be wrong we encounter this kind of situations very often in our even devotional life where we say i am i am doing for krishna i don't care for others i don't care for other devotees i'll do what i want because after all my intention is to serve vishnu it is a very dangerous mentality this is or it is a neophyte mentality neophytes their vision is i am there god is there is a devotee no doubt but he doesn't understand the mind of the lord the mind of the lord is if you have to satisfy the lord you have to satisfy the mind of the lord the mind of the lord is that all the devotees are dear to him so if at the cost of dissatisfying his devotee if you trying to please the lord in an arrogance with an arrogance then the lord does not accept such services there are ample examples of this where the lord always humbles his devotees when they become proud he humbles them because the lord does not like that the lord is more satisfied when his devotees are worshiped when his pure devotees are worshiped he is more pleased so lord shiva is a pure devotee of the lord so equally is displeased when there is vishnu offense intentionally ignoring lord shiva intentionally not giving due respect to lord shiva his whole sacrifice was is does not have effect similarly we we may chant we may we may offend vaishnavas we may offend pure devotees of the lord and try to chant hari krishna mahamantra the holy name will tolerate offenses to itself 
but the holy name will not tolerate to its offenses to others other vaishnavas because of that pride of connection with vishnu pride of connection with oh i am a devotee of the lord therefore i am only dependent on vishnu these kind of thoughts can come which actually amounts to pride vishnu means vishnu parivara vishnu family vishnu means narayana vishnu krishna the absolute truth means the absolute truth his name his form his qualities his pastimes his paraphernalia his associates all of them put together you cannot separate one from the other that separated thing is what the neophytes defect he sees only the lord and the deity he sees himself and the deity i should worship the deity nicely but you should understand the mind of the lord there is some devotees who have come i have to you know they have come for the deity so the deity is expecting that i do some service of either offering their flowers or offering archana or offering whatever it is make them chant hare krishna so if you disconnect that activity from worshiping the deity then it is neophyte tendency the absolute truth means the absolute truth with all his energies everything has to be properly connected with the lord when the devotee has a vision where everything is connected to the lord then he will not make this offense he will not make this mistake because he knows the mind of the lord a prakrta bhakta or a materialistic devotee he only see matter he cannot see that connection oh here is the body of the deity i am there i'll serve he doesn't see the mind of the deity and it is the mind of the deity the mind of the lord mind of the holy name the mind of you know the supreme personality of godhead in the spiritual world that worshiping he gets very happy when the devotees worship his pure devotees just like worshiping guru worshiping guru is is as good as worshiping krishna but from the krishna's point of view it is not as good it is better than worshiping him guru will tell you worshiping me is as good as krishna because i have to pass on your service to the supreme lord but krishna will say that worshiping guru is not as good as me he is worshiping is even better than worshiping me it is easy to put faith it is easy to put absolute faith in krishna 
because of so much jnana we have but it is not easy to put the same amount of faith yasya deva para bhaktir yata devo tata guru same faith that you have in krishna on a person on a jiva the spiritual mass is a jiva you know mind says it's not equal our mind says we have to cross that barrier we especially with respect to the spiritual master we should cross that barrier and know very well that if a guru is worshiped guru is glorified guru is is uh, uh, served then it pleases krishna it's a great exercise for devotees to cultivate pleasing the spiritual master through japa my spiritual master has ordered me and satisfying carrying out his order is pleasing to him therefore to please him i shall chant my 16 rounds the way he has asked me to do free from offenses all this with reference to spiritual master's instruction you serve the holy name the effect is tremendous i am pleasing the holy name because my spiritual master has asked me to please the holy name what do i know about pleasing the holy name what do i know about pleasing krishna because the spiritual master has told what pleases krishna therefore i am doing it so first is a pleasure of guru and then krishna and similarly all the mercy that one gets it is coming through the spiritual master guru krishna kripa guru krishna kripa not krishna's kripa directly any devotee who thinks directly like that krishna gets very irritated <laughs> why you are jumping your guru in your attitude create get you know irritated with the attitude why this devotee is jumping he should become the servitor of my servitor like an upstart oh i know now krishna who is absolute truth i know all the shastras i know now i have studied everything now i have a direct link with krishna no doubt we all have direct link with paramatma even before initiation also that is a different connection that that connection is with the paramatma the, the localized aspect of the supreme lord who is who is always seated in our heart even that lord we don't have connection what to speak of connection with bhagwan directly even that lord we don't have connection so our connection to bhagwan even our connection to super soul is through the spiritual master the spiritual master 
guru krishna takes one to guru and guru takes one to krishna why krishna takes one to guru he takes one to guru so that he learns how to develop a relationship with him the mood cannot be learned from the shastras the mood has to be learned from following the footsteps of another devotee how to be a sevaka how to serve the lord has to be learned from another servant the devotional mood so to teach that krishna sends one to a guru and what does guru do continuously he is teaching us how to become closer to krishna how to worship him how to please him in other words we become first devotees of the lord because you know god devotees of god then we become devotees of the spiritual master then spiritual master teaches us how to actually to be a personal devotee of the supreme lord starting with paramatma realization then incarnations he deity a holy name prasadam all this how to relate with all of them and vaishnavas so one has to be very cautious in in uh, artificially closing up with krishna without the spiritual master in the background now one may think oh i want i am part and parcel of krishna what is the point then you are saying eternally i am distant from him i am servant of servant but i am part and parcel of him directly why i am not why i cannot be yes there is the spiritual master is always trying to see how you qualify so that you can go to krishna directly but under the order of guru just like it is said radharani is always trying to send other gopis to krishna directly is not that radharani said no nobody can come yes i am only, you know with krishna no she is always trying to send other gopis to krishna same way the spiritual master is not to, not going to create a distance between us and krishna the more we become servant of the spiritual master the more he will take us closer to krishna so the way to close up with krishna is by closing up being becoming close to the spiritual master means close to the mind of the spiritual master what does he want how can i satisfy him what are his ambitions how can i please him and then when you want to please the spiritual master then krishna gives all the power krishna has all the power himself only for pleasing his spiritual master i want to please my spiritual master by so many things i need power for that krishna gives the power for that i want to please you my lord directly the lord you tell the lord if it is not the desire of the spiritual master you say let's say you want to go i want to please you my lord 
give me power you will not give power because to serve to do service you need power you need spiritual power you need material power spiritual power material power flows when our desire is to please the spiritual master and his desires his wishes immediately krishna releases everything because krishna wants to see that relationship grow between the as a servant of the spiritual master ensure as it is said here in um, uh, the instruction even even shiva purana prabhupada says here similarly in shiva purana it is said the best mode of worship is offer oblations to vishnu but better than that is to worship the devotees of krishna parvati also asked shiva what is best worship is best worship is worship of vishnu's devotees because she was doubtful is she doing the right thing because she is worshiping shiva always so indirectly shiva said yes what you are doing is right worshiping vishnu is the greatest but worshiping his devotee is even great so these are some of the, these are the transcendental secrets of how to please krishna how to please krishna any questions alexa prabhu uh it's quite uh, the whole uh, topic is quite a bit confusing and uh, contra- uh, the topic appears to be quite, uh, a bit uh, confusing confusing ha uh, huh. yeah. uh, so here prabhu uh, when you said the uh, when it is said about uh, worshiping vishnu at the cost of disobeying the uh, brahma and shiva when he was trying to do that i could understand because he is doing with pride and at the same time uh, you also said uh, uh worshiping vishnu and other his paraphernalia and other, other living entities i mean like jeevas respecting them has to be done but when it comes to in the case of example of uh, kumaras and brahma kumaras disobeyed brahma so how do we understand that context and uh, further when it comes to our case I, at one point one sense in order to serve krishna we serve, to join ashram or join temple one sense we also disobeyed parents who also happen to be a part and parcel of the lord who also happen to be uh, the extension of the lord so how do we all understand this context see everywhere you have to understand everything from the perspective of lord perspective of the lord now when you leave your parents you are satisfying whom undoubtedly without any doubt when you are engaging going to engage in 24 hours of lord chaitanya's movement the lord is pleased is pleased so therefore that is that is all the due respect in that circumstances for the parents here why we are saying it is this is because vishnu is dissatisfied with this 
out of pride this daksha is trying to do all these things so this is no comparison so no comparison to the situation where we disrespect our parents and we come to krishna consciousness no comparison so the ultimate goal is you know is krishna pleased and we know in our case krishna is pleased at the cost of disrespecting we don't disrespect disobeying there's no question of disrespecting parents are you know people who have taken trouble to give birth and then have taken trouble to you know nurture us and bring us to this position so there's no question of disrespect you may disobey and in the with respect to the four kumaras the example you are saying they are disobeyed brahma because there you can understand that brahma gave a instruction which especially with respect to this matter of marriage the spiritual master never says marry or don't marry your choice so if somebody wants to remain a brahmachari like the four kumaras forever and if that determination is there then if somebody says that you get married if he doesn't want to do it that does not amount to disrespect provided you don't say that no out of some mundane considerations oh i like to be an aesthetic brahmachari so i don't want to marry that should not be the pride should not be the reason to disobey there should be a spiritual there should be a spiritual realization and based on that yes i just respectfully disobey <laughs> respectfully disobey not that in, then even if you have good reasons to disobey and if you are not respectful then that disobedience is wrong respectfully disobey any other question i have an extension of the group uh, you also said about the uh the people coming to temple and the deities are there and we need to balance of uh, respecting each other i'm like the deities as well as the devotees who come to temple so likewise uh, no I'm balancing okay. what is in the lord's mind okay no balancing their mind and your mind okay what is in the lord's mind the devotees are standing there <clears throat> so they have come so he is he is transacting uh, you know a, a, a relationship with them so we should be aware of that so i mean i just want to finish the question so uh, is it the same way of uh, a different version of understanding of the same uh, context which the people have come up with the uh, slogans which they say manava seva is madhava seva if if no if madhava is pleased then manava seva is madhava seva <laughs> yeah if madhava is pleased just like we are distributing prasadam no doubt we are serving the entire humanity the you know children who do not have food we are serving but it is manavas madhava seva therefore you know that manava seva has meaning so it's not that you know manava seva is madhava seva madhava seva is manava seva and if madhava seva is there that manava seva is madhava seva uh, one last question prabhu 
in the last point you said about uh, sati and uh, parvati devi and shiva and where shiva is uh, communicating to her the last conclusion of his saying that worshiping the devotees uh, this best worshiping uh, is a best worship so in this context what will the worshiper achieve will the worshiper achieve the abode of the person whom he is worshiping or the abode of the lord what is the uh, it is said that uh, worshiping the worshiper the, uh, that i understood what is the worshiper achieve uh, achieve yeah what is what will be his uh, destination goal what will he achieve will he achieve the abode of uh, the devotee the parse or the lord himself krishna there is no difference not that the devotee is abode is isolated or there is no separate devotee abode like that in the spiritual world the devotee is always serving the lord he is in the lord's abode in the material world yes somebody may say some some uh, <clears throat> jivas may have their own abode their own planets all their followers will go there that is different but in the spiritual world everything is the abode of the lord so they achieve they become the servant of the spiritual master the spiritual master has his own you know agenda to please uh, the lord and then the devotee service also reaches the lord there is no as we think here in the spiritual world everything is advaya that means as soon as you serve a servant you are feeling that you are serving the lord that's exactly what is being taught here what is being taught here is that when i serve the servant he is more pleased it's not that he is serving the servant and he is not feeling the pleasure of the lord in that service so when you for instance as i said you do your japa like the chaitanya mahaprabhu said why are you chanting because my spiritual master asked me to chant he did not say to please the holy name to ch- because my spiritual master asked me to chant and i chanted and i was i'm getting mad so in the same way we 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 we, we follow the instructions of serving the spiritual master It automatically as we progress even if you don't know the how we are pleasing the supreme lord it amounts to pleasing the supreme lord that we should have faith this this separation mentality is not there in the absolute plane if i do this whether i am serving him if i don't serve him directly whether i am serving him or not okay hari krishna from yes uh, the mood of uh, devotional service is achieved by personally serving spiritual master not by just reading the shastras that's what i heard it in the class so uh, but pariprashnena sevaya yeah. for pariprashna you can read the shastras but seva also you have to serve the person bhagavata read bhagavata and serve person bhagavata our person bhagavata is still a prabhupada without serving person bhagavata you cannot get realization of book bhagavata if somebody thinks okay all this preaching service is a necessary trouble 
I had to take so that I can, you know, hear Bhagavatam and read Bhagavatam. And if I be outside, I cannot get prasadam. If I be outside, you know, I don't get time. I had to earn my money. I had to, I cannot read, read and you know, read and chant and hear. So here I am coming here so that I can read, chant and hear. All the services that I am doing morning to noon is a necessary trouble I had to take. If you, in some shade, if you think like that. then you are wrong the service that you are doing is actually the seva is pleasing the spiritual master that then pari prashna both are combined just see serving the person bhagavata we are not serving to build an institution we are serving to build a prabhupada's institution because prabhupada has wished that we want to expand the preaching krishna consciousness because it pleases prabhupad we want to build its institution preaching mission on this earth we want to build up that is sevaya pariprashnena sevaya that's a very difficult the congregation devotees who don't actually serve in terms of distributing books that is one service they can do anywhere distributing books making people chant hare krishna wherever possible you know connecting people to the temple they don't do this activity consciously rasa of japa rasa of reading they won't get they won't get only intellectually they can do it, but they cannot they won't get that it's like a licking honey from outside a honey bottle only when you sweat for my guru when you sweat for your guru because that's when you give your prana then you get realization okay grandarachi mad bhagavatam ki jaye jagat guru shila prabhupad ki jaye